Welcome to the first episode of The Broducers. I am Mark Sands, and with me today is... Matt Sands. And we have a few movie trailers lined up. Um, Matt, since this is our first episode, do you want to tell a little bit about yourself and about uh, your your history with movies and your interests and maybe um, some of that? Absolutely, yeah. So we're the Broducers. Brothers, obviously. Get it? It's a joke. Like the producers. Um, Bazinga. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm a, I'm a fairly serious moviegoer. Um, I don't see everything that comes out. I mean, that's just, I'm not interested in seeing a lot of stuff that, that's released, but I do try to see, um, you know, a lot of the Oscar nominations. I try to see stuff that ends up on people's best of list at the end of the year, things like that. Um, it wasn't always that way. When I was in high school, I was known amongst my group of friends as somebody that watched a lot of movies, but that watched a lot of crappy movies. You know, if it was on TBS or TNT on a Saturday afternoon, I was there. Um, but I, I started getting more serious. Uh, my, my senior year of high school, I discovered the AFI's top 100 lists and started getting into those and going through and checking off movies there. And that just sort of snowballed into into wanted, wanting to see more and more classics and, you know, good movies. And then I started following uh, Roger Ebert, really closely and, and um, reading any review that he had buying his you know great movies books things like that so yeah and I, I dabbled a little bit in amateur criticism I think you alluded to that earlier had a blog for a while um, that I haven't updated now in about six years uh, real to real on WordPress if uh, if you're curious to go back and read some of those but uh, yeah I, I, I just I love movies I love talking about them I love watching them and uh, yeah, I'm excited to be doing this podcast with with my brother. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a software engineer by day and a very average moviegoer by night. I would say that I am your your definite. I'll watch the Commando reruns on Saturday afternoon. If uh, Jason Statham's <laughs> Transporter one, two, or three is on TV, I will definitely keep that channel tuned. Um, Again, very average. I I don't really critique films, maybe a little more than others, um, but I'm very much into action movies. Uh, I'm a sucker for the romantic comedies uh, every now and then. Um, I've been uh, spied on at a couple Nicholas Sparks movies, although I will never admit to liking any of them in public. Um, So, yeah, that's really about it. I'll I'll probably be a little more down-to-earth on the... the on the movie criticisms uh, compared with Matthew. I'm not like, I'm not super snobby or anything. I, I don't think anyway. Sure. I don't mean to intend that you're, you're snobby at any rate, but uh, definitely have high standards and, and better taste than, than me. Different tastes. We'll, we'll say different tastes. Different tastes. Because cr- criticism, it's different strokes. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is all, a, it's very subjective. This is, it's, there might be a consensus among what's considered good and what's not good. But at the end of the day, it's just somebody's opinion. So Absolutely. If, if I don't like Fast and Furious 7, it's fine. You can enjoy it. I cannot enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, and we're all the same for it. So it's good. Excellent. Matt, why don't you get us started? Yeah, we're going to just be going over some trailers today. A lot of really, really cool trailers came out over the past week or two. And we just kind of want to go through and, and give our first thoughts, kind of opinions on some of these movies. Some of these are movies that uh, we've both kind of been looking forward to quite a bit and have either had some teasers out or, you know, in a, 
you know a little trailer but this week some of the the more official or secondary trailers dropped and and up first Tomorrowland a movie that I have to admit to not knowing much about um just in general other than having seen the first trailer and I'm really excited for this movie after seeing the second trailer that dropped this week it looks way more like a uh, like an action thriller than what I was anticipating it was going to be and yeah I just, I'm really excited for this yeah ever since the teaser came out where it was just her in the jail grabbing the the trinket I was already interested yeah. I didn't need to watch the first trailer or the second trailer I mean I was already like okay Brad Bird's directing this movie it's got George Clooney it's got Britt Robertson, who is in a new Nicholas Sparks movie, uh, The Longest Ride. <laughs> uh, she was also on a, a TV series that I enjoyed called Life Unexpected. And uh, I was just really excited for this. And like you said, the second trailer, it's crazy. Like the science fiction yeah. action guns and weapons, bananas. I mean, you got these this portal, sawn off arms, chopping people's heads off. Yeah, they're apparently robots or something. Like, like terminator lights i don't know it's it's weird um yeah it was not what i was expecting at all yeah i i don't yeah crazy stuff and then like at the end they're in a bathtub spaceship or something (laughs) i mean come on now it's like an action version like like a willy wonka meets sci-fi or something i don't even know how to describe it it was because the the bathtub thing reminded me a lot of like the glass elevator at the end of willy wonka yeah. Um, you know, but no, it looks really, really cool. And like you said, Brad Bird's directing, which is, yeah, uh, you know, I've high expectations there for sure, but, uh, definitely it, it looks really, really cool. So yeah, Brad Bird and Damon Lindelof, um, of lost fame. Yes. Uh, Brad Bird, you may know of from, from, uh, the Incredibles, Ratatouille, uh, the Iron Giant, um, and others. So really excited for that. If I'm not mistaken, I think Tomorrowland is actually uh, an adaptation of a theme park ride at Disney World. Yeah, I think so. Uh, much like the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Yeah. So we'll see if this one uh, has any further movies to follow it, but right now it's looking really solid. Speaking of the Pirates, they're making a, like a, another Pirates movie. Have you seen this? I Negative. think they're in the middle of filming. I think it's number five. Wow, I never did see the fourth one. After Johnny Depp left, it you know really just didn't have my my interest. Well, he's back for this one apparently. Um, huh. I don't. I don't know. I was. You know, Johnny Depp for me is hit and miss. To be quite honest. Absolutely agreed. I, I really uh, like. He's the got first some great films. Yeah. And I love him as an actor, but goodness gracious, that right. Charlie and Chocolate Factory movie he was in. I mean, come on. <laughs> I liked the first Pirates movie. Second and third were okay, and like you said, I didn't see the fourth. But man, let's can we just not let franchises just end? Like we have to keep <laughs> rehashing them. But that said, we're gonna be talking about a trailer that is gonna be uh, another installment of a franchise that I'm pumped about. So what do I know? That is true. <laughs> and hey, you know the seventh movie in an existing franchise is is currently on its way to be the highest grossing film of all time. Uh, it is climbing the charts as we speak. Absolutely. But there may be other reasons for that, too. <laughs> um, so where does that take us to next? Um, do you have anything else to say about Tomorrowland before we move on? I think I'm good. All right. So the next uh, trailer that we are excited about is Jurassic World. Uh, I don't know much about this other than it stars Chris Pratt. And it looks like it's about... Uh, judging from the trailer, it looks like it's about intelligent dinosaurs that 
are hunting for this sport. Um, Matt, what'd you think about it before I say uh, my criti- my uh, complaints about this? I I'm kind of excited about it. I really like Jurassic Park, the the very first movie. The second and third ones were were they, they were okay. I I own them. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't watch them. Actually, I watched all three of them like a year ago. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know what to think about this movie though. Just based on the trailer, I, I really do like Chris Pratt. I, I think he's a hilarious actor. Guardians of the Galaxy was one of my favorite movies last year and I thought he was great in it. Uh, so I know he can be kind of an action star guy, but one of the things that I really like about Jurassic Park, the first movie is sort of the 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 way they approached the the material and kind of took a more like a scientific approach to it so i mean they sort of maintained the spirit of the michael crichton novel you know you've got these dinosaurs and there's the ethical dilemma of cloning and you know combining that with the sort of adventure tourism angle that they had and so you get all that kind of mixed into the to the first movie and it's really interesting stuff and then the second, third ones just took more of a like a monster movie approach. They were just smaller versions of Godzilla running around cities and eating people and and whatever. And it sort of looks like Jurassic World, maybe sort of taking that approach while acting like it's harkening back to the first movie, where it's sort of like, oh no, they're cross, you know, doing cross genetics and genetically modifying these these creatures, but basically. It's just going to be a bunch of people running through the woods away from this monster, which I guess if you want to boil down the first one, that's really all that was too. But it just, I don't know. There was a, I don't know. I don't know how to describe my feelings on this. What, what are you, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, no, that's a, a, a great description of, of the trailer and, uh, and good, uh, you know, summary of how the second and third ones differed from the first. Um, I really wasn't paying attention to the plot. I was really distracted by by a, a gaping, um, unfortunate consequence of uh, new century technology. And what Jurassic Park really had going for it was its uh, cinematography and the uh, the life, the real life looking mm. dinosaurs. I mean, they had yeah. actual suits or whatever it was, robots or something. Yeah. And this one, it was clearly um, cheap CGI. There were some scenes in this trailer, and I'm just like, you know, that's going to be really distracting for me. And it will, because Jurassic Park is the movie that's pointed to when people point at, you know, what what's a good CGI? Oh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. But now they're going to have to say Jurassic Park 1, or say Jurassic Park, but not Jurassic World. Um, it, it is that that bad from what I saw in the trailer. So that's unfortunate, and I think that's going to be just a, a an eyesore for me, personally. Yeah, and hopefully what we saw in the trailer is just sort of some early renderings of, of what the cgi is going to be because i agree when that when that fish monster thing jumps out of the water and grabs yep. the pterodactyl <laughs> it was like all right come on like we get it it's a big dinosaur in the water and i'm sure it's yeah. going to play into the the end of the movie somehow taking down the big dinosaur or something mm-hmm. and, and that's the that's sort of the problem i had with it you can almost predict exactly what's going to happen throughout the movie like oh chris pratt's going to warn them that this dinosaur's gonna you know get out of control and they're gonna say oh no we've got it under control and then it's gonna get loose it's just everything that about the movie is in the trailer and it didn't leave me (laughs) it didn't leave me wanting to go jump out and see the movie it made me think like well 
I might wait until it's in a second run theater or wait till it's on DVD. And and I, yeah. and it sucks cuz I was really excited when they when they rebooted the series, but you know. Yeah, and I may still see it. Um but really it's I mean, it's like you said, you know, you can almost predict it. Cheesy CGI. Um, there were some scenes, though, that really, like, throwing bodies up in the air or, or attacking mm-hmm. the, the children in the car or the yeah. jeep and, and chasing them, the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing them on foot. It's just like, really, you know, Yeah. it just looked, it stood out to me. And that, you know, that doesn't sit well. The the scene where they um, they cut to the kids reacting to the dinosaur stepping on the car looked comedic. Like it, exactly. it, it looked like a like a I don't know a comedic movie where it's like oh we need a reaction shot here all right kids act really stupid scared it, it just didn't look like they were afraid like the first movie when the kids are trapped in the car they look terrified and you're oh, scared yeah. for them and it's nighttime and it's raining there's all the suspense built up and in this trailer it was just kind of like really like you went for that reaction shot um and I don't, I don't even know who who's directing it. That's I should have probably had that ready before we started the show. Let's see. It is Colin Trevorrow. Nothing jumping out to me. Interesting. Safety Not Guaranteed was his first big movie, which I saw and liked quite a bit. Um, it's sort of an indie comedy with Aubrey Plaza and Mark Duplass. Um, so for him to go from like an indie dramedy sort of thing to Jurassic World is is really interesting so we'll see how that goes yeah and just to you know to to piggyback off of the the child's reactions um, you know Ariana Richards character in the first movie I saw a few interviews with her because I was um, young when Jurassic Park came out I think I was like five Um, and I remember seeing interviews with her and just the vivid image of her screams so i mean that like the nostalgic fright is kind of embedded in my head so maybe that's why i think uh that scene and that shot should kind of just stay there and right <laughs> should exactly. try and ruin it um you know it's kind of like throwing arnold schwarzenegger in every new movie and making him say the words i'll be back it's just like <laughs> okay you know the, let's let's stop let's uh let's leave that alone and, and then move on now so um i guess so yeah I was say, I guess it sort of leads us into the next sort of, for me at least, underwhelming trailer, which was the Batman vs Superman trailer. Did you get a chance to watch that one? I did. Go ahead and lead us into this one. What did you think of this 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 trailer? So, I think when everyone heard that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman everyone immediately thought of daredevil and they're like no this is going to just be a, a terrible he's gonna be a terrible bruce wayne this is weird first of all batman versus Super- like what is batman versus superman i you know don't read as much comics as i'd like i wish i did because um, the batman versus superman plot sounds like it has a lot going for it yeah um, because y- you say that and you're thinking like really like what does that mean batman versus superman i mean clearly <laughs> superman uh can't be harmed and batman is just some like super ninja warrior with uh, some tools on his belt so i'm really curious to see you know what this movie is really about um having watched this trailer i i will say that ben affleck's character looks more appropriate um they kind of added some salt and pepper to his hair trimmed him up so he looks like a bruce wayne 
Um, I really appreciated that. Um, there's uh, more than just Batman and Superman. Uh, there's Wonder Woman and Aquaman that I didn't realize uh, that was in. It's not in the trailer, but it is on the IMDb page, so they are in the credits. Very um, interesting. But what is what is really weird is Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. So I am more afraid of that than I am uh, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, I think. Really? I'm kind of okay yes. with it. I I like I'm a Jesse Eisenberg fan. I really like him. But him as Lex Luthor, I just don't know. I don't know if it, it fits him well. I want to see what they're going to do with his hair. Are they going to are they going to give us a bald Jesse Eisenberg or are we going to get, you know, curly-headed Jesse Eisenberg? I saw a poster of him, uh, and if it was real, then yes, he is bald. <laughs> oh, that could be a cap, and you know, yeah, a movie oh, for like sure. That, but oh man, that'll be fun to see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, and I know it's just kind of a teaser trailer; it's not an official trailer. But I, I'm I'm with you. I don't read any comics. I should because of so many comic movies now. I should, you know, give myself some context with some of these movies. But I just couldn't get a feel for what was going on in the movie, like. Batman looks evil in the in the. I I just can't it, get a feel for it exactly. at all. Is he bad? Very hard is to Superman, read. like I get the the sort of thing is that super. Oh no, people found out Superman's an alien, and you know people are worshiping him as a god. And then you have other people that, oh, he's bad because he could destroy our planet. But it just didn't give me enough info to know like, well then what's Batman's beef with him? Because Batman's sort of in the same position as this vigilante that some people think is great and some people have a problem with the vigilante justice that he serves out. So it's like you would think they'd be like, hey, bro, come come have a drink with me. I, I get where you're coming from. But it just seemed to take a different approach. So I don't know what's going on. And I really did not like Man of Steel. Um, <laughs> I thought it was pretty terrible. So I'm a little bit worried because it's the same director, uh, same actor as Superman. And I don't have the problem with the actor, I guess, but man, it was just the last like 40 minutes of Man of Steel was just a chore to get through. It was, ugh. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, so yeah, this is a Zack Snyder film. Uh, so Henry Cavill is uh, Superman again. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder, he did 300. He did Watchmen. Um, and I, I've, I'll admit, so. I'm not a big fan of 300. I know most people are. I just I thought it was okay, but I I liked Watchmen okay. I thought it was a little bit long, <laughs> but I liked that film. And so Man of Steel came out, and I was like, okay, this has potential. And then it was just forty minutes of destruction at the end of Man of Steel and this overly long fight scene. And it was just like, all right, we get it. You guys had a big budget for special effects, so you're using it all up. Uh, go right. somewhere with it. So. I hope it doesn't end up that way with this movie. And it was so much hype around it. I, I think they'll be careful with it, but still I'm, I'm approaching it with caution. Fair enough. Um, so again, I think what's interesting, and this is, you know, a little bit of a segue into the next movie. Um, but for those of you who watch game of Thrones, there's a ton of the main cast that have now been strung across uh, films coming out this year and next year. Um, so Jason, Momoa, he was called Drogo. Uh, Emily Clark is Sarah O'Connor in the new Terminator series. Uh, Alfie Allen was in Counter Reeves' latest movie, uh, John Wick. Uh, Richard Madden uh, as Prince Charming in the latest Cinderella. And uh, 
Gwendolyn Christie in uh, this new movie that's coming out by J.J. Abrams. Matt, do you uh, do you have any uh, idea what movie that would be? Um, you know, it's not ringing any bells. Uh, who is this? Who is this? J.J. J. J.J. Abraham. Yeah. Abraham. <laughs> I know. I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> that was terrible. So, uh, yeah. So J.J. Abrams uh, is uh, writing and directing the uh, the next uh, movie in the Star Wars um, saga, if you will. Oh, there's a new Star Wars. I ha- yes. I haven't heard anything about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is interesting. Um, what do you what do you think about it? Watching the trailer before and after if you can even contain your thoughts without your mind exploding i know it i'm a i'm a star wars fan but i'm not a huge one i'm not i'm not a guy that's gonna go to a comic con or a star trek convention or i'm sorry star trek geez star wars convention you know i'm not i don't write my own fan fiction i don't follow fan fiction for it but i really like the star wars franchise especially the uh the original three um and I'm pumped about this. I am super excited, and I'm really glad that J.J. Abrams is directing it. I know some people are like, oh, no, it's going to be a Star Trek sort of action film. Well, you know what? I think the Star Trek movies sort of have that Star Wars feel. Um, uh, exactly, and I, I love the new Star Trek movies. I do, too. They're so good. I think Chris Pine's character in that is basically a Han Solo character. He's just sort of this like rogue guy that's going to go do what he wants and he's going to save the planet while he does it. And I'm totally cool with that. Um, (laughs) I think there's intelligence in them. I think the action is done really well in them. Um, I think the acting is great. I I am even okay with the 1 million lens flares that JJ Abrams puts into (laughs) every single one of them. I'm good with it, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. So I don't go to, um, conventions star star wars or star trek conventions or science fiction conventions but i did actually dress up uh as a uh, star wars jedi i don't remember which movie it was for, right. the first one or the third one um when it came out i was in high school i believe that's right i forgot and, about uh, that <laughs> i i would consider dressing up for this one i'm not gonna lie uh i still have my costume <laughs> uh, and uh I think I need to get a lightsaber, but I, I that can make that happen. <laughs> um, yeah, when it gets closer to time, I think uh, Matt and I may uh, do a Star Wars podcast. So oh, for sure. Be on the lookout for that. Um, I, I am just, I'm thrilled. I mean, the the, the cast is there. Uh, John Williams is back yeah. with the soundtrack. Um, the sound effects, the, the laser sounds, it was it just brought back a rush of memories. And the uh, special effects are are up to par especially with uh jj abrams back in it mm-hmm. you know yeah. if, you, if you can stand through a star trek uh movie then you know this one's going to be just just as good if not better I and uh but i am a little um curious about the plot um you know it has uh it we're guessing mark hamill narrating mm-hmm. you know your my sister has this uh i have this your blah 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 has this um probably talking about the force probably two kids or, or something um yeah i think he says in there the force is strong in our family and yeah then, yeah um so yeah mark hamill is back carrie fisher uh harrison ford um 
as long as their parts are tame. Um, we all know Harrison Ford was brought back for um, another franchise more recently, and uh, a lot of people frowned at that uh, latest movie. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully he has uh, made uh, better decisions in his life um, <laughs> since then, and this one will be uh, just knocked out of the park. Yeah, we would mention that Harrison Ford movie, but we want to pretend like it never happened, so... <laughs> uh, we'll we'll let that one lie. No, but yeah, I'm, and uh, Lawrence Kasdan is back as the writer for this Star Wars movie, and he he wrote the screenplays for Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Uh, you know, he didn't have anything to do with the first or the uh, you know episode one, two, or three. Which my biggest problem with those movies is the writing. Um, a lot of people talked about how bad the acting is. Well, you know, it was pretty bad acting from uh, two of the main characters in those, but a lot of it had to do with the script. It was just like, what can you do with crappy lines? So, yeah, and we can talk about that more in a, in a Star Wars podcast, which I'm sure we'll, <laughs> we will definitely get to. But yeah, I'm really excited for this. I, I think it looks it looks like uh, Jurassic World looks like Hollywood rehashing a franchise for the money. Mm-hmm. trying to cash in and like, well let's just make it an action movie people love those star wars looks like we want to rehash this and do it right and i mean they've taken their time for it. i know they've tried to sort of rehash it a lot in the past 10 years or so and you know things have sort of happened and come up that you know for whatever reason it didn't happen and then george lucas finally sort of loosening his grip and uh, selling Lucasfilm to Disney was a huge move. I mean, it was shocking news. It was exciting news. And hopefully Disney, with their first chance at uh, at the Star Wars franchise and and under the Lucasfilm name, will will do it justice and will we'll hopefully, you know, bring back the era of the, of the three original Star Wars films. And I'm, yeah, I, I can't say enough about it. I'm and I'm not normally a guy that geeks out over movie trailers and I've watched it like six times. I'm just, I'm really, really excited about it. So. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, everyone else is on the exact same page as us, I think from the sound of the internet. Um, so overwhelming reception for this trailer. And I think, uh, um, everyone's excited for it. I, I heard that it's coming out this Christmas. Is that right? Of 2015? I think so. Let's find out. Last I heard, I thought it was being delayed till like summer of 2016, but then I heard um, more recently that they are doing a December release. Yep. And uh, yeah, December 18th. So. Oh, the 18th. So it's not even on the day of Christmas. Interesting. I am. Well, I'm excited. Very excited for that. (laughs) And I may put in a a countdown calendar on my refrigerator. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Can we buy tickets now? I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to do that. Yeah. And also, is it too late to buy stock in in Disney or <laughs> Lucasfilm because that movie's gonna blow up the box office? Yeah. I, I think I sent you a text. It was like it's gonna be the first trillion dollar movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's they're gonna have enough come into the box office to just run their own small country. It's just it's gonna <laughs> be insane. I won't be surprised if it sets records. Um, if the f- just because. Oh, go ahead. Any. Any geek or even anyone who even remotely classifies himself as a geek should watch this. Um, <laughs> I, it's crazy. I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of how Hollywood could top this in the future. And 
and I'm struggling to find a way to do it. Um, like bringing back Star Wars with the original cast, it, it comes to mind. That's like the first thing I think. Absolutely. Of like, how could Hollywood break <laughs> itself and cause like some sort of wormhole to just I don't know blow every geek's minds on the planet or, or just any movie fan out there so, and, and they've done it and they will do it I, I think once we see the movie yeah this year's gonna be just nuts for the Hollywood box office you had Furious 7 set the record for the fastest movie to a billion dollars worldwide um, which makes sense those movies are wildly popular in China and Japan so you know that's a huge market that they were able to bring in but Star Wars is a huge market everywhere so that's going to just go bananas. You've got the new Avengers movie coming out. You've got Jurassic World. I mean, Hollywood's going to be swimming in money. They're, they're going to be Scrooge McDuck swimming in pools of money. It's just insane the, the year this is going to be for <laughs> movies. Absolutely. Well, I think that about wraps up today's show. Um, before we go, uh, we'll uh, just do a little fun uh, little question for the the hosts um, Matt what was the last movie that you saw in theaters that you're not embarrassed to say <laughs> I think the last movie I saw in theaters period um, gosh it's actually been a while I'm sort of embarrassed that it's been so long um, it may have been Christmas around Christmas time uh-huh. what did I go see oh no was it The Hobbit? <laughs> I think it might have been, honestly. Wow. Oh, gosh. Is that right? I well, think we know is. what you're doing uh, for some uh, take-home assignments this, <laughs> this week. Is Absolutely. To, uh, fix that. Oh, my um, gosh. The last movie I saw was Insurgent, part of the uh, Divergent oh, yeah. trilogy. Um, so, again, you know, for the, for the average moviegoer um, – very similar along the lines of you know the Hunger Games, um, and that kind of stuff. So I haven't read the books. I'd like to. We'd love to do a show on uh, books into movies, but there's so, so many like infinite choices of books made into movies. Um, you can even do like book trilogies into movies or something. And, and that's a it was it was a good movie. Um, it it makes me want to read the books every time I haven't um read the book and I see a movie I, I get a little upset at myself for doing so but <laughs> we'll leave that discussion for another day another podcast <laughs> well thank you for listening and we'll see you next time on The Producers alright I've got my audio on alright mine's recording as well let me adjust do you want to do the intro or how does this work you want to be the host? I don't care. I elect you. Okay. <laughs> okay. We have a quorum. I elect Majority you. Rules. <laughs> I elect you. Hey, we should have a gag reel. That can that can be our sign off. <laughs> that could be good call.